0: What up, everybody? Thanks for joining the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' podcast. This is episode 17. 17. 17. We're going to go a little bit different today. As you know, we like to to just talk sports in general. We like to talk uh, current events or, you know, NFL, college. But today, we're just going to kind of go off the cuff a little bit. That's right. We're going to go unscripted. Unscripted. We'll probably still follow our normal... Our yeah, we're gonna we're gonna
1: going to yeah. toast. We're gonna yeah. to scumbag. We're gonna come in hot. But then after that,
0: yeah, we don't wherever really, the combo takes us. That's right. We don't really have a a scripted format today. Correct. So so we might just get on one topic and, and just rail away. Go to the
1: whole, the whole segment. You know, the whole that's episode. Right. You know. I, I got us on the clock tonight so that we don't just sit here and ramble for 2 3 hours like like we've been known to. We've
0: <laughs> been known to ramble and extend the, the podcast out a little bit. So, yeah, so we're going to we're going to just see where where it take, where the combo takes us. All right, let's do it. Won't you bring us uh won't you go ahead and toast? All right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Obviously, we like to start with an opening toast. And this week, I'm going to be a homer. I'm gonna, I'm going to toast my boy. I wouldn't expect no less. <laughs> Tua is shutting them fucking haters up. Yeah. The last three weeks, he's thrown for 969 yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. The great Dan Marino never did that with the Dolphins. All right, right, right. His passer rating over the three weeks was like a 137. His PFF rating, like a 96. The PFF's loving him. This last weekend, the fans... At the stadium where Chain MVP, right? MVP. He's actually moved up to second best odds in the MVP right, race. Right. He's tied with another homer, Jalen. Jalen. Him and Jalen are plus 400, and uh, Mahomes is leading the way at uh, plus 150. They just jumped uh, your boy, Josh.
0: Yeah, he's had a rough.
1: He's had a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, four interceptions in the red zone the last yeah. two weeks, and I, I, and I'm sure we'll get, we'll get into it when we start talking. Of course, this is unscripted, so we're gonna go off script. But I, I think the elbow. Definitely played a factor in this weekend's game. He still put up mad numbers. Yeah,
0: he still did good. But, you know, but I, I, but he, had, he, was, he had two he, turnovers in the red zone before the week. elbow, too. Yeah, last week. Right. But
1: I'm saying this week he was airmailing some passes. It just didn't seem like the accuracy was, was there. Uh, but, anyway, back to my toast. toast we'll we'll, we'll toast. get to your boy later. Oh, and I almost forgot the biggest reason I'm toasting him. He led
0: my fantasy team. To a victory over your fantasy team, <laughs> <laughs> he picked on me a week with my boy. Hey, listen, <laughs> Taylor has not done, but he's had one week. Week one didn't do nothing. I am the Bama of fantasy football. Everybody shows up to play me mm. with their best game. It's all good. <laughs> I can afford to lose. I've won. I've won. Yeah, I, I,
1: I needed to win a lot more than you did. But anyway, back to back to Tua. Proud of that young man, he, uh, you know, blocked out all the noise over the last two years, and he is—he deserves what what he's getting, yeah. and he is really, you know. And there's still some people doubting him. It's still all yeah, give, but you, giving
0: all the credit to McDaniel and Tyreek Hill and and Jalen. Yeah, yeah, offense but, for sure. I've heard that, but you know the the big. The PFFs and some of the other—I mean, you
1: can't argue with the stats. He's like right.
0: first in right there.
1: He's first in fourth quarter uh, passer efficiency, first in red zone uh, completion. I mean, he's he, he leads in so many. They're giving he, him
0: his just due.
1: He is starting to, he's get, starting his to Bronx, get his props. And uh, you know, it's either him or Patrick Mahomes leading in in, in just about every quarterback category.
0: He's still being called somewhat of a, of a game manager or more of a distributor, but. Right. Is that really a bad thing in the NFL? I mean, should he be apologizing for for their team trading for the No, absolutely. I mean, and Jalen Waddle getting separation every, and him
1: redistributing the ball. Every quarterback needs it, it's a team game. You you need weapons. Josh wasn't Josh until he got Diggs. Aaron Rodgers ain't Aaron Rodgers no more because he ain't got Devontae. So you know. He showed a little
0: spark He Sunday. did. He had he spark they had a good game this week. Sunday, good game this week. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very happy with Tua, and I mean the fact. Well, I, yeah. I would like to piggyback off that and give McDaniel a little toast too, oh, yeah, because, yeah. you know, Tua needed a coach that designed his offense around him. He did. Made to trades support to support him, yeah. and then gets behind him in the media. And he doesn't just say stuff to support them. he shows stuff to support them. Oh, there's him. there's
1: three first year head coaches that are killing it this year. Your boy over there in Minnesota got them Vikes eight and one. Eight and one. And that was one hell of a game, and I'm sure we'll talk about yeah, it more after we sure. get after we get to toasting the scumbag out of the week. But uh, he's eight and one. You got Dabble, my boy, in New York. No, yeah. he's seven and two. He, they're in second place, and you got Mike McDaniel. In uh, Miami, they're in, they're in first place. So Minnesota's in first, Miami's in first, and the Giants are in second. All with first-year head coaches. Right. That's a hell of a con and that's who I was almost gonna toast to tonight. Was was those three men? Yeah, but then you and, got
0: the other half of those first-year head yeah, coaches yeah, that aren't doing so yeah, well. That,
1: yeah, that's why it was like, mm, Let me just, uh, I just, I just. Be a homer tonight and go with two of us. So, who you toasting to
0: tonight? I'm gonna I'm toast a uh, linebacker for the Buccaneers, Devin White. Okay. Devin White was on the tarmac, just about to board the airplane, and finds to out to Germany, to yep. Germany for the for the game against uh, the Seahawks. And he finds out that his forty-five-year-old father passed mm, away.
1: Damn, at forty-five, did they say what he and died I think,
0: of? I think Devin White wears forty-five too. He That's does a little ironic. He do, yeah, um, that is ironic. No, they haven't. They haven't found. You know, no cause has been announced yet. You know, and I just, I just found it. And he had a good game. He had nine solos. He has a good game every week. He had a fumble, forced fumble. He even made a play in the past. In the past. Uh, defense which he very rarely makes a play in coverage right but that's always been his biggest knock i'm sure he was playing with a heavy heart and
1: wanting to really show out for his dad
0: yeah no i mean his his statement was something to the effect that you know he knew he had a job to do and him and his dad had talked before about always you know putting things aside and doing the job that you're being paid to do and so obviously he was raised correctly his father left a, a legacy with him, and he, he followed through with that, even with a heavy heart. Like, Devin's an LSU boy, right? He is an LSU kid. Okay. That's what I was thinking. So I thought I would just uh, – I thought I would give him some props because I felt like that was ultra-professional. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think, you know, we've all played sports, team sports. You know how therapeutic yeah. your teammates yeah. can be in times of need. So well, I mean,
1: that, that's your extended family. Yeah, exactly. That's your extended family. So, it, yeah, it is therapeutic and – so yeah. Well let's let's raise our glasses to, yeah. to Tua, to Devin, and to uh, them three coaches we mentioned. Yeah. And uh, a good toast.
0: Cheers to you. Cheers. What you sipping on tonight? Yours looks different. <laughs> I so I'm I got I got mine neat. I got Harden's Creek. Okay. Jim yep. Bean product. Yeah, yeah, we, we rated that. One, on one of the early episodes, I think we did, we did. I, I want to say we rated it a three. That's what I'm thinking. It was a three. It sure wasn't it was a neat. Three. I know it wasn't a neat. It's got a little kick to it. Got mm-hmm. a little hug. It's a standard bourbon. I I don't I don't feel like uh, I just it doesn't have the complexity that right we tend to fall for when it goes to giving it a, a four four. Right, our right. rating Yeah. System.
1: Yeah. I think that's what I remember about it.
0: <laughs> and yours. Obviously, you're you're drinking. Well, I'm, I'm
1: a, sipping on some Haterade some haterade. Yes, because. you know, Tua asked me to drink the haterade for all Tua the haters was. tonight. It has so. kind
0: of got a green hue to it, a <laughs> little dolphin's color. Now,
1: actually, uh, actually, you know, since this is the unscripted episode, I wanted a, a drink that I could uh, enjoy throughout the show. So, uh, this is one of my aged old fashions. You know, I, out I, of I did a barrel, a, out of my barrel. I did a TikTok. If anybody hadn't seen it, go to TikTok the, the, at bourbon, buzzed, and balling yep. uh, and you can look up where I show how to do this aged old fashioned, and they really they really got nice nice taste to them. That's good. You man. know, I, we got TikToks on there on just a regular old right. fashioned and, and a smoked old fashioned, and of course the aged old fashioned, which is what I decided to go with tonight. So uh, check out the TikToks and uh, you know yeah, give us good. a like on there. That but, tastes really but good. But yeah, I mean it's, it's quick and easy. You, you you have it in the barrel, and whenever you're ready for it, psh, boom, turn that tap
0: yeah so. and you know it's got it's just got such an interesting flavor mm-hmm. you know it just and this one
1: it's probably not aged as long as i would have preferred but i was thirsty right <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> so so that's what i'm um, drinking all right well let's uh, move on to our scumbag of the week all right and I know you kind of deferred to me on this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I Well, I, no, you, I, did, you I, did get I, one. I got one, I, one, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking that you, you
1: you said you didn't have one, but then, not, then I, I do remember you, you they did all, have one. They
0: always show themselves, you right, know, yeah, right, and, right. and my scumbag came out today. Okay. I mean, this is a breaking story from Yahoo Sports, um, and it's a it's an off-the-wall sport, obviously. It's the Paralympic sports, but there's a gold medal gold medalist uh, swimmer in mm-hmm. the Paralympics Robert Griswold he was actually accused of rape and sexually assaulting one of his teammates who is i mean i don't i don't really even want to get into the into the uh, the reason why that they're competing in the Paralympics but right. this was a, a 19-year-old kid you know who's who's basically autistic and they said he has the mentality mentality of a five year old, and this guy has been preying on him for months. And uh, yeah, a witness came in and, and witnessed the abuse that was going on. And this is this is two males, and so you can imagine. I'm not going to go into yeah, details, a, but that's a I mean scumbag. I would follow this
1: story. You know what? That guy's such a <laughs> scumbag that that I'm not I'm on downgrade. Mine, mine's not mine. Mine's not really a scumbag. I just felt like, and mine was going to be Jim Ursay, but I can't follow up Mr. Griswold over there. So, Griswold, you're our piece of shit scumbag of the week. I mean, that's that's low
0: down. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I mean, can't even... I, dude's got that's, cerebral palsy, and he's praying... Yeah, that's. I mean, it's, it's, I'm kind of at a loss for words I mean, on yeah, that. One, I mean, between you
1: know, that one and you got the the shooting in, it, at at University of Virginia. Yeah, we we'll, could have gone that we'll, way. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. But yeah, let's just let's just say that this dude here, Griswold, is the scumbag of the week. Crazy man. So uh, so what we'll do is let's just jump jump into coming in hot all right because you know one of well, the you know her
0: is going to come up in exactly our, probably one of, our biggest topic. exactly
1: one of the biggest things that happened this past week uh was with the Indianapolis Colts Jim Ursay fired uh Frank Reich uh which what had had a winning record I mean he was successful with the Colts yeah. but he just couldn't get over that hump and this make a season good
0: offensive coordinator yeah, for somebody yeah you know
1: they say and he might go back to the uh, might go to the Eagles because, hmm. you know, Sirianni at the Eagles was an assistant right. on right staff, yeah, so okay. he might return the favor and, and bring him in, and that that would be a hell of an addition to the Eagles. But get back to Earth's thing, um, you're the owner of the team. You can do whatever you want to, but to bring in somebody that had zero college experience – Zero pro – and I'm talking any level of coaching, not not zero head coaching experience, not zero offensive coordinator. He wasn't even a position coach in college, or right. his only coaching experience is at the high school level. Right, and that was, and he like actually, a year, I think. he actually has turned down. And we're talking about Jeff Saturday, obviously, who was a. Tremendous player for the Colts. Right. right. Uh, and he, he has worked as an analyst with, with uh, the staff. He had turned down coaching opportunities to come in as an assistant coach with the Colts. Right. Because he had the, the analyst job on ESPN. Right, and he wanted to... Spend time, with, time with, his with his family. Exactly. Right. So he... I got no problem with, Sat, with, with Saturday taking that opportunity. I just feel like... Ursay kind of went around the whole system as far as, you know, you got all these assistant coaches that have been with you through training camp, through the whole season. You got two former head coaches on your staff in Bradley and, and John Fox. Right. Um, you have Reggie Wayne, who was, I think he's in their ring of honor. He's on the staff. You know, that's a chance to promote a minority coach. Give him the interim job, so it just—I didn't like. I said I, I got no problem with Saturday. He actually came out, and won his first game. Yeah, you know, of course it was just against the Raiders, but
0: right. But uh, I mean,
1: made a cho- made a change to quarterback. He he, and, and I think that was huge was sure. that he went back to Ryan because Ellinger obviously is,
0: it's you know, right. Well, let me let me throw this at you. Okay, so so I have a different take. You know, obviously, I have not. I don't really have much of a take with Ursay and and right. what he does because he's a billionaire and basically can do what he chooses right. to do. And apparently, the NFL was on board.
1: Well, at the interim,
0: because he's an interim coach, there's no
1: rules. Now. At the end of the year, he can't elevate him to the head coach
0: without going through, without going the, through the whole Rooney process. rule and right. all that stuff. Right. So, exactly.
1: he was able to do this because it's an interim position in the middle of the season.
0: Uh, right. So, so he, here, here's his resume, in my opinion. He's a 13-year veteran mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. He's a former All-Pro, mm-hmm. six-time, ring of honor mm-hmm. for the Colts great football player, mm-hmm. obviously great orator, speaker. He was an analyst and I liked his analysis oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I liked his, his personality on TV. So I feel like his resume, Who I could give two rats asses about former coaches and the fact that they have former coaching experience. Look at all these first-year coaches struggling right. with coaching experience. Right. So that, that to me, is a, a, an an alter argument to all of it. It's like, wh- oh, okay, it's like it's so, a you, so you're bringing some experience to the table as a coach. That doesn't make you a good coach. He's bringing experience as a player. That doesn't make him a good coach, but that's also going to bring it's, instant respect is, in the locker room. It's
1: still – well, I, see, I think that's where – you're taking the biggest risk is with the coaches you already have on staff, with the players, and how are they going to respond to you got – you look at it like a business. You have these people that have worked their way up the management ladder. They're, they're, they're managers, they're VPs, they're presidents, their are seniors. You know, they, they've progressed up the ladder. You're gonna hire the mailboy to come be the
0: CEO. Well, that's a little critical. I mean, this is a thirteen year NFL veteran, all pro. I mean, he's just got just because you played does not mean
1: you can coach. Usually yeah, but he's those
0: got street cred, man. So he's got instant street kit cred. And it's that's a little that's nah. like apples to oranges. I know what you're saying. Right. But I mean, this dude has been there. He's been in the locker room.
1: He has he you're has. telling
0: me well, the male, the male, and an offensive. The mail boy's lineman, been
1: in every office. <laughs> offensive linemen
0: are the, in my opinion, are some of the smartest brains on the football team. They always have been. That's a general statement, but I believe we could back the back that up with some proof mm. if we dug into it. O linemen are smarter they, than D linemen. Oh yeah, they are. O linemen are, are, are but, smart, but this guy, name, name telling, me some former O linemen that are successful head coaches. Well, I, I can't go. Through. Andy Reid. Boom. Right off the top. Andy, Andy Reid. He was like a seven-foot pump-passing kid. <laughs> Andy Reid. That's all he said was, oh, they name me a former O-lineman. It doesn't matter about former. This is, just, this is current. Just Saturday. You're telling me he learned nothing in 13 years? No, I'm not saying he that. He can apply what he learned on the field, on the job. Snapping the ball to Peyton Manning. He played some center, so. Oh, I'm not. I'm like I said. I'm not. I feel like I'm the not, dude's resume. Like I said, fine. I'm not.
1: I'm not going against Saturday. I'm just saying the way that Ursay did it, he's lucky that he didn't have a mutiny on his hand. He's lucky that that he ha- does have those professional coaches that have been there and been through the the trenches and been head coaches for Saturday to lean on.
0: Well, perhaps he spoke to them prior too.
1: Yeah, and yeah, you know, who knows? Uh, I doubt it, knowing nurse say, because you know, in his press conference, he said, well, I don't know how to make sausage, but I know how to build a football team. Right.
0: <laughs> All I got to say is, if your qualifications is prior coaching, talk to me about Urban Meyer. Talk to me about Bobby Petrino. Rod Marinelli, Lou Holtz, Steve Spurrier, and the list goes on and on. All these guys were prior coaches failed.
1: You talking about didn't fail in the NFL? I was gonna say none of them were failures. They They all got championships. No, they
0: failed in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Lou Holtz failed in the NFL. Steve Spurrier failed in the NFL. I mean, I could keep well, naming. I mean, I
1: mean, you could you could do that on both sides of the thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean, these are these are some of these are recent. Some of these are prior. I took a, a little look, delve into the list.
1: I thought this was supposed to be unscripted. You over there with notes? Just... Well, I had
0: Urban Meyer, <laughs> and Bobby Petrino, off the top of my head, Lou Holtz for sure.
1: Now, I mean, I, I think it. There is that's a whole another discussion when you're talking about college successful college coaches than going into the pro. Because and, and that's what makes being a head coach in our experience. No, though. but listen, that's what makes being a head coach in the pro so difficult. Because they there's only so many. I mean these guys have to be they get there at four in the morning and don't leave until eleven o'clock at night. I mean they're only at home for like four hours. I mean what you have to put in To be a head coach in the NFL, most people just can't comprehend that. No,
0: it's a lifestyle. I get it. But at the same time, if I'm Jim Irsay and I got this guy right here that already, already delivered me a championship as a player... Well, he's
1: got others on on the staff that did that, too. Yeah, but... but that have, that are in the building with these players, built already built the relationship well, with I, these
0: players. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're, they're a better coach than, than Jeff Saturday. Just because well, they're he, in the building. Who, who
1: knows what kind of coach Jeff Saturday is? He's never coached.
0: We're going to find out, aren't we? We are. I'm just, I'm just saying the man's resume is, is decent enough to give him a shot at I mean, I don't think you need to deal... Delve into your assistant coaches just because if it's your business and this is the guy that you're gonna ride with.
1: Yeah, I mean we'll see how it plays out. I mean out, the but players
0: are gonna play for they're gonna play for the coach. I mean if he comes in and earns he's gonna earn instant player respect because he's a former player. I believe that wholeheartedly. I've never been in the NFL locker room so I can't really speak intelligently on that. But I believe wholeheartedly that he's got instant respect from the players and to me that is the hurdle. It's not the assistant coaches.
1: Well, I, I mean I I I, I think, mean I if, think you gotta have to buy in from the assistant coaches too.
0: Well, I think moving forward you do. Yeah. Moving forward you definitely do, but hell it's a it's a new coaching staff. There gonna be some turnover in the off season. So you know, if Saturday gets the job, there's going to definitely be some turnover. Right. So, that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> I like I like him. I like Jeff Saturday. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, like I said, I got nothing against Jeff Saturday.
1: And I, hell, if I was offered it, I would have taken it too if I was Saturday. Absolutely. I, but I, I just think that, it was a huge
0: risk the way that Ursay did it. I just, I just, you know, I know Cowher called it a disgrace to coaching. Uh, you know, I mean, Cowher,
1: I didn't agree. Cowher, but... he
0: almost started crying over yeah, the whole he... deal. I mean, I, I think obviously he's going to side with a, a lot of assistant coaches that supposedly got passed over, you know, for this, but, but still yet. I mean, it's clearly a shock. It was definitely a yeah. uh, I mean, I the, think
1: that was part of it too, because say like you know he's kind of, he was the one who came out against uh, Daniel Snyder. I think he kind of likes that, you know, dropping that shock.
0: And, sure, and wants know, to be in
1: the in the limelight. Yes, yeah, so, I mean you know I, like I said I liked Reich, uh, but he wasn't getting it done this year, and
0: it's going to be an interesting story to follow. It is definitely it be is. interesting to follow. What else you got? You want, you well, want to move on from that? Well, one?
1: One, yeah, let's move on from that. And we did we touched on it a little bit earlier, but uh, let's follow up with uh, some more coming in hot news out of uh, Virginia. Yeah. The uh, the former University of Virginia running back firing into a bus, killing three current uh, University of Virginia football players.
0: And One of them was a local product, yeah, to the, Charlotte up the area. road from us. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Huntersville, Cornelius, Huff High School. Uh, so yeah, it's a DB, I think. I think he came out as a DB, and now he's a wide out. or might be vice versa. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it was sad, sad story. Of course, the, I think they've apprehended him. Yeah, yeah, they got him in
1: custody. Uh, I, I hadn't heard any kind of motive or. You know,
0: why was he, sh- you know, was it something personal? I didn't know it was into a bus. I know it was in a park, supposedly in a parking deck. Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: uh, two other people were also hit, but wasn't fatal. So, mm. I tell you, man, between some of this shit with, like, like our scumbag over there doing that kind of shit and all it's these. crazy world. All these people. I mean, it's it makes you not even want to leave the house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a, definitely a crazy world. I mean, the stories are – seems to be getting crazier and crazier. I don't – you know, I know we could kind of get political moving forward on that kind of discussion, but it's just – it's really scary. makes you think twice for sure. Yeah. Anyway.
1: All right. You got anything else coming in hot?
0: No, I mean, it's kind of a – you know, as far as the news goes on in the sporting world, I mean, I know we got the U.S. US – a in the World Cup. Yeah, that's in the World about Cup, to start. Getting, I mean, start. I think our our final roster finalized tonight. So I don't even know the final roster. I do know that we drew a crazy, crazy pool. You know, we got England, mm. Wales, and Iran mm. in our in our pool play, and I of course, mean, this we'll is be lucky probably to one win of a best game.
1: Men's teams that we've had in a while.
0: Oh yeah, clearly. You know, clearly. There, there's the best some team. there's some
1: young talent on that. It's been a while
0: for us. Yeah, exactly. but, <laughs> but I mean we're we're, I mean, up, we're not a
1: soccer country.
0: Well, no, I mean we're we're getting that way, but you know, we're up against one of the one of the better teams, England and then Wales has Christian has a uh, Gareth Bale. So right. I mean it's gonna be we'll be lucky to win a game. That was a tough draw. Well
1: it makes you wonder, and let's just go ahead and let's just
0: go unscripted. Well, I I've been unscripted. I just had a little couple notes to keep me, and and since we're just gonna chill
1: and drink, I might should have. I'm gonna fire up a stove.
0: I might should have gone a little uh, a little bigger pour.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: a little um, bigger pour.
1: You know, I said we're not a soccer country, but with some of the concussions, you know, the image of Tua on the ground. Now this weekend you had Jujus yeah, Juju, 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 Juju Shuster. Shuster. he shot the arm out he did the the fencer's pose or whatever it's called held a kid from uh, Ole Miss yeah that had his head spun around 360 by Alabama I mean right. parents start seeing these kind of injuries do they start steering their kids? Oh, to other sports.
0: Clearly, I mean, football. You know, a few years ago, football was the NFL. You know, they were doing their, their, I forget their grassroots efforts on youth football. I mean, they mm-hmm. clearly, clearly have seen a, a reduction in youth football players. I mm-hmm. mean, and then, you know, you can definitely see that the uh, local, um, flag football is increased. Right. Um, lacrosse, lacrosse, is, lacrosse yeah. is increased. You know, I'm surprised. I'm
1: not quite seeing it in baseball like I thought I would.
0: Yeah, I mean, ba- baseball is weird, you know, and and that's a that's something that I would want to get on the soapbox about one of these days is travel baseball and all this uh, all this select baseball that's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, baseball is definitely kind of. You know, I, I it's it's considered still America's game, but honestly football no, is it, football is America's game. I think the but, only
1: people that calls it America's <laughs> game is, is baseball. Baseball.
0: <laughs> yeah, well I mean
1: I think you see more of the, the, the better younger athletes getting into tennis and golf than you do baseball and soccer.
0: Now that could change, I, you know. I mean, soccer's grown. Soccer's grown immensely. I mean, it, it really has. And so, I mean, we're in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 a feather in the cap, and and you know, that's that's an indication that f- soccer is growing in this country. So, you know, baseball is just boring. It is. It's a viewer. It's boring as a viewer. And I love baseball. You know, I that that was my sport. So. I could admit, you know, it's boring. So I you know, definitely think some of these smaller sports are growing in this country. Golf, clearly, you know, Tiger Woods, yeah, Tiger, introduced Tiger, a lot of yeah. people to golf, well, that, and
1: that and the money associated with, yeah, you know, what you can win, and now you got the Live Tour. So,
0: yeah, that's that's
1: that might even send more people that way.
0: Yeah, Live Tour just announced they're uh, they're going to be in Australia for. I think the first event of next year, and that's coming with a lot of controversy. I was
1: gonna say I just saw with the live in Australia. That makes me think of Greg Norman. Well, Greg and Greg Norman's the CEO. I know, but the, I was seeing some headlines about he might be out.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Greg Greg Norman actually was my favorite golfer at one point. But I mean, he's a shark POS. Really, honestly, some of his Some of his opinions are, I mean, he's like, it's almost like he's after the PGA Tour, and I don't know the true motivation behind that, but, I mean, he's coming after the PGA, which, you know, we've talked about the Live versus the PGA, and I actually like what the Live Tour is doing for the PGA, but it is kind of diluting down a little bit at the superstar level, Mm -hmm. you know, the top 10, top 20 so hopefully, you know, hopefully we do. The major events do recognize that and, and do allow live points to accumulate and do allow these these top world golfers back into the majors. Yeah, make it a more competitive event. Yeah, yeah, got to. Mm. I tell you what, I tell you what, I you know, we can move on from from the World Cup. I mean, I, I think we go over in the World Cup. I mean I don't, I don't I don't I could see us maybe dueling for a tie. We could maybe sneak a tie out. Yeah. Maybe an upset of Iran. Mm-hmm. But I don't see us standing a chance against England or England. Wales. Now them countries have been playing football for too long. But um let's talk about the let's talk about the catches, man.
1: Oh yeah, let's talk hell, us about oh, those catches Justin Jefferson. That he's got to be the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. I
0: mean, but
1: Diggs. Diggs, Diggs had also. a hell of a catch, too. But you know, you know And you know I'm an Odell boy. Yeah. And Odell's That's catch a- was for a touchdown. But that freaking catch that Justin Jefferson made with one hand. The defender had two hands on the ball. Two hands. J.J. had one, went down with it, it's about this far from
0: the ground and uh, I don't know how he kept it 4 from inches hitting the ground.
1: I think because the, the I think because the defender still had contact with the ball, I think that's what kept it, right? But that was that's got to be. Oh, it's that
0: is is that well, I think Diggs, it's, it's
1: in contention for the greatest catch ever. Diggs he, had the, in best the best
0: catch of the year until Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And then Jefferson's catch clearly is gonna rival Odell's, Odell's. and yeah. then well Jefferson's Jefferson was, was a fourth and, fourth, and 18. 4th and eighteen, and, so, and, 18. and so it was to keep the keep yeah the keep, drive them, going keep them keep them in the game to, to win. You know they
1: lose if they don't have right that right. So his catch was worth more because Odell's was a touchdown, and Odell's I think kind of was was the first.
0: Yeah, I think it was the first.
1: But but, but that catch by Jefferson. And of course, what they have in common?
0: Oh, LSU, LSU, yeah.
1: That was You know, you throw J. Chay, I mean, those LSU wideouts.
0: Oh, this—they're clearly wide receiver. You. Mm. They are clearly wide receiver. You. That, that's not even a discussion at this point. But yeah, that that catch, and that game. It was a great game. It's a great game. I should have. I, I wish I had a Justin Jefferson's jersey. I'm going to have to. Yeah, you might have to get one I'm of those. I might have to get one of them. Cause, Even if you get the China knockoff. <laughs> I don't care. I ain't too proud. I ain't too proud. $30, $35 mm-hmm. versus $150. I yep. ain't too proud. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great nah, game, that. man. It was, it was crazy, man. If you hadn't seen that game, you definitely need to need to try to find that game.
1: I was glad, though, that On repo. I was glad that Minnesota was able to win it. Because they kind of got screwed. Yeah, right. You know the one catch by I think it was Gabe Davis it on was, the sideline. It was that they didn't they didn't review it.
0: I know inside the, of two minutes too. it should
1: have come from the booth up above automatically. Yeah, it should have been an automatic. Re- I mean, even I know I know uh, Josh had him to the line and was rushing them. You got to stop that game. Yeah, that was too important of a play.
0: Very important.
1: And at least say, hey, let's let's take a look. So, you know, they got screwed there. There was another play where Buffalo had 12 guys on the field that right. didn't get called. Yeah. So, I'm glad the football gods yes. came through and, and gave uh, Minnesota the game. But, I mean, you, you can go back to Minnesota having it fourth and goal from, from the one-foot line, I mean, run a quarterback, keep, and don't get anywhere. So, they turn it over on downs – the yes. very next play, Josh Allen uh, takes the snap, fumbles it in the end zone. Minnesota falls on it.
0: Yeah, I wonder for the if touchdown. That, I, wonder I mean, it was if just if it was just a little something to do with the elbow. Probably. You know? I, 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 I kind of think they shot him up. Well, no, they said they weren't going to. I know. because
1: they wanted to make sure he, he could, could feel, feel it, and if it was an issue, all I never old, saw him. I never saw him grimace a single time.
0: He did when he tried to slap that. When he threw that pick and he tried to slap the ball, as uh, I forget who picked it mm. now, but as he Peterson, made the tackle. Patrick Peterson. Was it the Pat Pete? Well, was I know Pat... he Pete had he had two of them. Well, it must have been Pat Pete then. obviously. Both of the ones in the end zone were Peterson. Yeah, well, on one of the plays, he slapped it, Pat Pete, as he was falling, mm. and you could tell his elbow was hurting. But you know the overthrows. And his his inaccuracy at times, like I said earlier, I, I think it I, had a little that. something to do with no feel, and then the fumble. You know, it's like he had no feel because it was a great snap. Yeah, it, and it, it hit him in the hand, right in the
1: hands. But it just and whoosh.
0: he really didn't didn't really leave early. I don't mm-hmm. want to say he didn't pull out. He didn't pull out early, <laughs> but he didn't leave early, and he still fumbled. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking he had a little injection, man. I I hope
1: not. I hope not, because that could. That could screw up his whole career. And He's too young. If you got to sit the man to get him right, yeah. sit him and get him right. He's got his whole career ahead of him. And, I, and you know, and, and I'm sure the, the, the competitor in him is saying, Coach, I'm fine. I'm good. I, I can go. I'm good. Sure. You know, sometimes the coaches and the trainers – have to protect the players from themselves. Sure, and yeah. we've, we've we've mentioned that. Before yeah, with on the Tua, podcast.
0: with Tua, and I mean, I mean, Josh uh, even came out kind of like Tua did when he first came back. You know, he was running to prove something. Mm-hmm. Josh was running to prove something. You know, he looked good, had good stats. You know, he but, he
1: did have good stats, but critical. there were some throws. Yeah. During that game like like, like you said there were some high throws, some wide throws that just didn't look like Josh I mean Allen. Diggs
0: is great catch, bailed him out on a high throw. Exactly. I mean only only two receivers so I, make that catch.
1: I think there's still something going on in that elbow and uh, I hope they don't they don't push that young man too far cuz he's he's got too much talent, too too great of a career in front of him.
0: Yeah, McDermott listen to him. I need him. I know and I need Josh from the stretch one. You know, and I
1: know I know that doesn't help your fantasy team, but no. we talking real life here. Yep. No. And this I young think. man's career, you know, right now he's one A, one B. You know, between him and Mahomes, you gotta figure that those are the two best QBs in the
0: NFL. Yeah. And uh Justin Fields might have something to say about that. He's coming on. Yeah, Justin Fields He's top five in the last uh, well, few weeks for sure.
1: That's only because of the running, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, it's a big, big part of today's game. Well, but it also can lead to a short career. Can. So you know, I just ask RG three. Sure.
0: I of don't know. Do we, do we start? Do we start talking about Justin Fields as a uh, top five fantasy quarterback through the remainder of the year?
1: If if they're gonna keep running him like that, I yeah. mean, he's he's been number one the last. He's got damn near a hundred points the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, for a
0: fantasy quarterback, he actually threw two yesterday. You know, he threw he had a little bit better day throwing the ball than he did last week. To my tight end, I mean, he's 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 a hell of an athlete. He's got, I
1: mean, you know, he, he was a, could have, could have gone pro baseball, right? You know, he's so he's got an arm. It's just he's just once, raw. once he he's puts raw. it all together. I mean
0: footwork is an issue, and uh, he's raw for sure. You know, he
1: really doesn't have a lot of experience. No. Because he didn't play at Georgia. Right. And he – what one, he have, one year at one, Ohio State? One
0: year at Ohio State.
1: So, I mean, he's just going off of just being a tremendous athlete. Yeah. So, I mean, you put him with the right coaches that can harness all that. The sky's the limit for this kid.
0: Yeah, because he's definitely got arm talent. You know, he's got size. And speed and the speed, I mean, you know, and his running ability, you know, he's he's definitely Cam Newton 2.0. Not quite as big. He's not as big, but he's faster. Yeah, he's faster. He's not as big. He's
1: and I think he actually can can be a better passer than Cam. Yeah. You know, Cam was never very accurate.
0: No, but Cam had had arm strength, superior arm strength. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. made up for his inaccuracy, but Cam's inaccuracy was uh, footwork and throwing motion. Justin Fields actually has a good throwing motion. He's got the working parts, you know. Has that baseball in him? He's got good mechanics, man. He just, uh, I think, from what I what I've read, is he's a little sluggish in the in the head in terms of uh, preparing pre snap and post snap. And and that's a big deal. I mean, a lot of that can be some of that can be taught.
1: That's kind of what they Play. say about Kyler. Remember with the whole putting the studying clause in his contract. And well, that's that's another. You know, it, when when, let's talk when
0: about Kyler. Well, and,
1: when you're when you're that gifted, and it's so easy. In Pee Wee, in high school, in college, you don't learn to have to put in that extra mm-hmm. studying and this and that. And I think that catches up with them. Because it's it has come so easy to them just because of their their God
0: given physical abilities. Right, right. He just outran. He just outruns people. Exactly. I mean, yeah. And he's got a great arm. I mean, he's got a great arm, and he's he's good off schedule. I mean, he's great off schedule. He's great outside the pocket. Right. You know? Well, and a lot of times but those quarterbacks are
1: better. They are better when the play off breaks schedule, down. For and sure. They're, they're That's what he schedule. is.
0: He's an off schedule quarterback. But look at the Cardinals' success with McCoy. Yeah, McCoy. I don't know about. Yeah, there was
1: an article in USA Today today about this is Colt McCoy's job
0: to lose. I, I think, mean, I don't buy that. <laughs> I mean, they they looked better as a team. I don't know, and I, I, I think what Colt McCoy's like, what three, four, one, or something like that.
1: Well, I mean, as we, a starter. We we could take this to Dallas too.
0: Yeah, Dallas I mean, looked better with Cooper Rush than with Dak. Well, I, I I don't know if if yesterday was just a blip. I didn't watch that game. All if you look of at the
1: stats and the numbers. Yeah, Cooper did better than Dak, but I I mean, do you think Cooper's a better I mean, quarterback? I mean, do you think
0: Colts? It's hard to say. I mean, I I certainly think uh, I certainly think given given the offenses that they play in. That the offense is more geared towards Kyler Murray than a Colt McCoy, but I think Dak and Cooper Rush are similar type quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. Well, hell, I've been hearing Cliff's uh, Kingsbury's
0: name floated around going back to college. Yeah, I, I can definitely see them moving off of him yeah. soon. And I mean, I, I you know I've never been a Kyler Murray fan anyway. I don't I don't just don't look at him as a as an out you know a top five quarterback. He's, He's a certainly gadget. Getting paid top five money, but he's not even really top fifteen quarterback. I mean, I, I, don't, I ten to 15 is a little bit of a stretch, but I would—he's probably ten to fifteen. Cause yeah, in that you know you're looking at right around that ten range. You're looking at Dak. You're looking at Kirk Cousins. You're looking at Stafford. After, actually, Stafford's a little higher than ten in my book. Pre elbow, I was gonna say it depends on whether you're looking at kind of the body of work
1: or you're looking at just this year. So it, you know, that's a whole well, yeah. that's a whole
0: another debate. Yeah, no, definitely not this year, but for sure. I mean, I think I don't know. I like Cole McCoy. I mean, there's a lot of good young. I mean, look at the
1: good young quarterbacks right now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's loaded. I mean, Mahomes, Tua, Burrow, Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I mean, that's 6 right there. Yeah. And we didn't even, you know, we didn't even count the
0: No, you got the the, goats, you got you the, know,
1: Rodgers and
0: yeah, the Brady, the old, the old and, brass that's and going Stafford. out. Stafford. But you still got, you know, you still got some young ones. You got Mac. You know, Mac is is good. I think Mac Jones, you know, he's Obviously, not having a big year, but he's still a a decent quarterback. I'm not sold on Mac. You got um, what's his name in the Jets? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Potential. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's there's a changing of the guard.
0: I did see uh, I did see an interesting mock today. Bryce number yeah, one overall. Yeah, Bryce has
1: moved up the ladder. Yeah, I and it's probably we probably saw the same I'm mock. Sure Could it had was. Bryce one and had Will Anderson Will too. Will too.
0: That would be an interesting draft.
1: Yeah, but I don't want Bryce going to Houston.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, I still he's think, not going to go to. I still a great think that
1: kid, given some time, the the Houston Texans quarterback. Oh,
0: Davis Mills. Yes, I, I
1: still think he's. Yeah, and, and you know another one we didn't mention, Daniel Jones. You know. Look what Geno Smith is doing. Right? This far into his career. You know, and Colt McCoy, I mean, sometimes some quarterbacks just might take a little longer, might have to be in the right the right system, the right
0: situation. It, you never know. No? No, I mean, definitely definitely sometimes the light bulb goes off at some point. Some guys don't.
1: Of course Geno didn't look good in Germany.
0: No, and you know, I mean, Gino's been riding high. Maybe, uh, maybe he's starting to come back down to earth. Who knows? You know, I haven't watched him close enough to know whether or not what he was doing early was just a blip. You know, have they have they figured him out? Yeah, I mean, he's been around long enough that you you would expect. I mean, he always him.
1: had arm talent. I mean, even at West Virginia. Yeah. I mean, he was a high draft pick coming out of college. Uh, cuz he did I I actually thought what he's doing now was what he was going to do coming into the league but you just don't ever know it's it's
0: yeah I saw where the Panthers going to go back to Baker I was going to mention that I yeah was, go back well to Baker. they're
1: not they're not going back to Baker well, because P, of Baker PJ's hurt PJ's got a high ankle
0: sprain yeah that that sucks for PJ yeah cuz he
1: I mean he's he's done decent
0: uh I think he's two and one, isn't he?
1: See either two and one or two and two? I can't Something
0: remember. Something like that. Two yeah. yeah, yeah, Exactly. I mean, because he,
1: he split with the he split with the Falcons, which he should have won the first yeah, one. Yeah, they should have won. If, if field DJ goal. leaves his helmet
0: on, yeah, true. Or just make the damn yeah, extra. Or point. or make the extra point.
1: Uh, so they split that. He just beat what the Saints, so that's two and one.
0: Got his ass beat by the Bengals. So it's two and two, two and two, two and two. Yeah. 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 No, I it'd be. I mean, I think, uh, and Darnold, Darnold's back. I well, think, so. I
1: I I read something today that said they they want to at least get him some playing time. You know, they right. want to see. You know, yeah, he, he hasn't had a chance to run this Joe Judge offense. Not Joe Judge, um, Ben McDonald Ben. It, it's two former Giants coaches yeah. so Joe Judge went back to the Patriots uh, if you hadn't asked and it's now, Ben McAdoo, McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. McAdoo I said Ben a couple, <laughs> couple
0: of giant bums right yeah A couple, couple of, of giant speak, bums. speaking
1: of first time head coaches that, <laughs> <Ben>. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm pulling for you, Jeff, Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah, Judge and McAdoo. Uh, but yeah, Which one was the porn stash one? That was McAdoo. McAdoo, yeah. I mean, his offense, golly. But yeah. P.J.'s been running it pretty good. Yeah. P.J.'s been running so it pretty So they were saying, good. you
1: know, that, that Donald hadn't really had a chance to, to run it, and they'd like to see – I mean, because they got some decisions to make at the end of the year. Yeah. I still think they got to go quarterback in the draft because I don't think any of the three oh, yeah. are, no, are I a, to- a long-term answer. But they still need to, you know, get get
0: Darnold on the field. I mean, Baker's had his chance. Now they're still they're still pissing away their draft, though. You know, they're winning, right? Losing, yeah. winning, losing, yeah. winning, yeah. losing. So, Come on, make up your mind. I don't, you know, tanking is out of the is out of the cards for sure. I mean, it's a interim coach and players want to win. I get it. But I mean, you're they a professional. Are, I mean, you. Yeah. They're screwing with their draft it, a little it, bit. It's
1: screwing up their draft pick, but I mean, you, you gotta you gotta try to win your games. Well, I mean, it's deep because the players you're putting shit on film. Sure, you're you're on tape. You're even if you might not be a Panther next year, you're putting right.
0: you want um, you that's want your, on that's your somewhere. resume. That's sure. your
1: resume. So you can't be putting out shitty film, or you're not gonna have a job next year. Right, right. So I'm gonna go. Since we unscripted, I'm going to go even off the, the sports right now. Because Friday night, I went and did a, it was a Maker's Mark ambassador event. It was a, a launch for a, a private barrel for the uh, Ballantyne Hotel in Charlotte. And they had a gentleman there hand rolling cigars, which is what I'm enjoying right now for all our bourbon drinkers if you have an opportunity to go do something like that do i highly recommend it had a great time had some great bourbon great cigars socializing
0: it was just I saw know. a few pictures he did have a good it, time <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a, maybe a little too good of a he time he did have a good time but the no, bourbon do, was flowing oh it was a, trays all of you old could drink. fashions all you
1: could drink and they, they they were giving away prizes door prizes mm. and uh it was it was just a good time i, I want to do it again i mean i'm ready to go to another one but i do recommend if you have a chance to go to you know one of these type of events do it go do it mm. i highly recommend it yeah it did
0: look like a good time for sure makers is a good solid name, good well, solid bourbon.
1: I found out while I was there talking to some of the people, other people that were there, Woodford had just done one about a month and a half ago. Oh, yeah. And that would have been a fun one to go to sure. also, so
0: that would have been top notch. Yeah.
1: Woodford does
0: everything pretty high class. Yeah, yeah. So so, Makers wasn't what Makers was the original weeded bourbon, right? It, ma- makers, They're kind of the ones yeah, that that, they kind that of broke, pioneered they the,
1: pioneered it, broke off from the from rye. The, rye. Uh, the grandson wanted a smoother bourbon, a little sweeter, yeah, not, not quite so medicinal.
0: So, he went with the wheat mm-hmm. in the mash bill and kind of changed, kind of revolutionized, yeah, yeah. And, and now, and it was totally against. Yeah, against his family, you know, because the yeah. family didn't really want it. Yeah. It's like, hey, don't don't, that don't, don't, don't
1: don't mess don't mess with my original recipe. Now this is this, is this is what built this distillery, but now that's now it's more. You know, you go in you go in the in the liquor store now, and the weeded section is oh yeah, you know, yeah. the full wall, and then the, the rye section it. is like maybe a couple of shelves. Yeah,
0: you definitely have to look for the rye. Of course, you know, as a as a bourbon aficionado, you know, the rye is the original, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to, I feel like you have to have a taste for the rye. Don't have to to be a bourbon, to enjoy a bourbon, but to truly become, you know, that well-rounded bourbon I mean, guy, I, or gal, excuse me, you have <laughs> to, you have to appreciate the rise as well. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> nah, you can You can be not a fan, but you know you. I you mean, have I've got a brand new, a, I got a brand new of a good, over there. A good rye as well, because they are definitely. They they have a different taste I, I can, profile, but I can good. have
1: a, an appreciation for a high rye, more so than just a straight rye. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a couple of high ryes that I like, but uh, yeah, no, I'll stick to the wheat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely a smoother drink for sure. Yeah. I think what is this one? This one's a weeded, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. This one's a good one. I like it. What else you got? What's what else we what, hey, we hadn't talked we college. hadn't talked any college football. I mean, you know, Oregon. We lost our steam a little. Bye bye, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. It, you know, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, but, but no. I mean, the, the 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 truth was always there. It was always there, and we knew the real Oregon was gonna come back. <laughs> We knew that real Oregon the, the was The Ducks going to are back. gone. UCLA is gone. UCLA has gone. But they got a chance to, to, to take USC out. Oh, they can, they can be a spoiler, but they ain't yeah. getting the playoffs. No. The
1: playoffs are down to – you got the four undefeateds. Mm-hmm. Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State, they all look like the best three teams right now. Of course,
0: Michigan, Ohio State, got to play each other. TC, I mean, TCU's defense. TCU, well, yeah, but, I mean – I know that they got the Big Twelve hanging over their head, but But they they still can run the table. If they run the table, they're in. They they almost I think right now you think got, they have I think, to run the table. I think
1: right now you got T C U running the table and Georgia running the table. And that's two of your playoff teams. You got Ohio State and Michigan playing each other. The winner of that is in. Right. Then you got you're gonna look at the loser of that. You're gonna look at Tennessee if they can win out,
0: and with no championship game. With no
1: championship, Clemson I think is already out. Uh, maybe, yeah,
0: yeah I, I, maybe I, UNC if they win the ACC. But well, I mean, if UNC wins the ACC, they become a one loss. ACC Championship team, so they, that has a uh, has a case. They're in the talk. They they're have in the a talk. Case.
1: USC is the only pac 12 team that has a case. pac 10 is it? pac 10 or 12? 12. 12. I, I don't know why I have so much trouble because <laughs> it's West, it's Coast, West football. Coast football. <laughs> we're, we're either we're they're either drunk or we're asleep by the time is,
0: by or, the time their games or, come on. Or both. Or usually, yeah, it could be both. Or we just switch off and watch Seinfeld or <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Seinfeld, Saturday Night Live. Weekend update. Andy Griffin. I mean, I watched almost anything over over Pac twelve football. Yeah. I'm serious. I ain't lying. And I like Utah. Yeah. I like Utah, and I and we both. I think we both picked Washington as a potential yep. upset special we over did. Oregon because we knew that. Yeah. I don't yeah, really so care you, so much for Dolce and Gabbana. US, you know? USC is st- still in,
1: in the top. I mean, of course, and they also got Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. I mean, there is, there is Jordan some. Jordan Yeah, and Jordan Addison. Yeah, there there is some legitimacy there. Yeah, they have some. So, so, you got, like I said, you got the four undefeated teams right now that are still in contention. TCU, Ohio State, Michigan. Georgia. Tennessee's
0: in the catbird Ten- seat.
1: Tennessee's sitting right there, knocking. Their only loss is to Georgia.
0: And what? Now let's let's play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Let's just just throw some hypotheticals out. Let's say LSU upsets Georgia in the SEC championship game. Mm. What then? Mm.
1: Chaos. Chaos. Mm. I mean, LSU would have a win over Bama, who's currently ranked. What eighth now? I think, we, I think we moved up to eighth,
0: something like that.
1: They'd have a win over number one Georgia. I mean, how do you leave them out? Two losses, two bad losses.
0: One, well, one, one bad loss. Yeah. that would that be? Some chaos. Be some chaos. Now let's play. Let's do this. Let's just say Georgia, Georgia wins. Ohio wins. TCU wins. They're all in. Michigan, Tennessee, one loss each. Tennessee's and, in, Michigan's out. Well,
1: you got Tennessee and Michigan, and then you got say if you got a one loss UNC you, ACC champ and a one loss USC. Oh,
0: it's Pac-12 easy. Champ. It, to me, it's easily down to Tennessee, Michigan.
1: It depends on,
0: of course. Tennessee didn't put up. Michigan's resume is kind of ugly. Yeah, Tennessee. Honestly, I mean, Michigan's best win is Penn State.
1: I think I think Tennessee would get the nod over Michigan. I do too. But would would Ohio would a, would a one, one loss UNC or a one loss USC get the? I would I, I would probably give a one loss USC just because
0: of just because of n- not having two SEC teams right
1: and because. You do have a legitimate quarterback, a legitimate coach. I would probably, and you got Tennessee, a championship to Tennessee's, be the tiebreaker. Tennessee's got a potential first-round draft, but they don't have the that. Well, so does USC.
0: I know. I'm just but, saying. Well, I'm saying, got but, it too, but what I'm
1: saying is the tiebreaker between Tennessee and USC. And I've been, you know me, I've been a supporter of Tennessee all along. I jumped them to number one the week, right. you know, before anybody what else. You're gonna break the tie with the tiebreaker would be the the conference championship.
0: Yeah, but the conference championship's not supposed to mean nothing. No, in, it is. No, it, it
1: does. It, it does. That is, the, if if it's you listen like to the committee, down the list, li- listen
0: to the committee. They they they, they it can be a, a determining factor. Yep. But it's not a priority factor.
1: No, it's not a, a be all end all. But it if if you got two evenly teams that you're trying to decide between and one's got a conference championship and the other one doesn't, they're going to go with the conference champion. Maybe.
0: Historically. Yeah. That's maybe. what they've said in the past. Does the SEC bias come into that? <laughs> like I said, that's what they <laughs> said. Is there in an that. SEC bias? Is it really a bias? Or is it, in fact, I've talked so earned much. earned
1: respect? I've talked so much, I let my cigar go out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting.
1: You know what? I mean, it's... Been a good discussion.
0: Uh, I mean, Georgia's Georgia's clearly Georgia. Clearly I mean, they one.
1: they impressed me against against uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Hell, we were even drinking shots with our Georgia
0: fans this weekend. and barking. <laughs> that, that was uh, the Arkansas, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying this yeah, weekend right, we were. Right. We were supporting Georgia. Yeah, I mean, we might as well. I mean, I've got no reason not to, not well, I to mean, support I, the
1: Bulldogs. If uh, I've got great friends that I went to high school with that are Georgia alumni. I've got a little brother that's a Georgia alumni. So right. I, you know, I got nothing against Georgia. No. no. They look good. But I, I think mean, there's two,
0: two teams in the Big Ten that could – could could have something to say about the championship this year. Yeah, Michigan's got the defense to play. To play their offense, their offense is sputter sputtery at times, but they definitely have the defense. Of course, last year they had good defense if, too.
1: If, if this was NFL and you got you know you got going through the playoffs and you have to go to the the. Other teams' location. I think Michigan would be set up to be a successful, mm-hmm. and you know, because usually in the NFL, when you get into December, you need a running game and defense. Right. College is different because you're going to go to all these neutral fields. Right. The weather is taken out of the equation until
0: 20, 25. Well, yeah, then, then it'll be a little different. The, yeah. pl- but playoffs, I'm saying I'm saying cool. right now. We we're going to see some SEC teams go up to the big house.
1: This would be a great year the for snow. the expanded playoffs because really, all of what yeah, we just talked
0: about. Because we still be getting in. Well, that. that <laughs> yeah. But
1: all, the, all of the other ones we just talked about that yeah, are now yeah. on yeah, the outside bad. looking in. It would be. Because course, you got a lot has of. It,
0: has it been like this for the last five years and we just didn't notice? Because we were always in the top four. I don't four. think it
1: has. I I, 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 don't know. I I think there was a clear separation between the top two, top four, more so than now, where you might have maybe three that are separated, but then the next nine,
0: well, or the we, next, or we, at least the next six. I mean, we thought the, we thought this year there was basically us and Georgia and the rest. And now, as the dust has settled, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just wondering, have we been that sheltered No, it, could, it fans? Yeah, they're, they're, we they're were definitely, already, there definitely was, could have been some blinders on. There was never a discussion that were we ever going to be outside of the top four. Right, right.
1: But I do think with with NIL and Transfer Portal, it has watered watered it down a little bit more, and it has blurred that line from three to... I don't know that I want to say 12, but at least three to eight on any yeah. given Saturday. And you put these on a neutral field. Because you put the Alabama-LSU game and the Alabama-Tennessee game on a neutral field. Oh, I think. Might be a different outcome.
0: I think we're probably undefeated. So. Of course, we're undefeated with a team that has a lot of holes. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. maybe this was the best thing. You know that's that's a, a discussion that I've I've always had too. You know we're talking about you're you're talking about NIL, um, you know everything diluting down a little bit more. But I've always had the discussion about geography in recruiting. Yeah, and the 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 migration of people moving to the South and the, the people moving to the Atlanta area and the Georgia area, the the boom. And, and the coincidental boom of Georgia recruiting, mm-hmm. Georgia high school football has boomed. I mean, Georgia high school football 10 years ago was not in the top five. Now you're talking about per capita, Georgia high school oh, yeah, might best. be number one.
1: Yeah, yeah if you, yeah, per capita. Per because capita. Well, it's that's not true number. Yeah, it's not number me, that's one. That's the true number. Right. Number one would be Texas and California yeah, and well, Florida. Yeah. Well, but, Te- they're but all Florida
0: bigger. per capita has been better than Texas and oh, California absolutely. for
1: decades. That, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They were they've been number one. Yeah, but like you
0: said, yeah. Now Georgia, Georgia's is there. right there with Florida, and Alabama's in that yep. in that bottom tier. You know, yep. because of in, people migrating from yep. all different parts, and now you have a lot of California people moving to Texas politically. Right, moving to Texas. And so you're gonna, there, we're gonna see parity yeah. across the board because of people migrating from different areas. It's always been an interesting topic for me. I think we're about an hour in.
1: Cool. <laughs> so maybe we should, yeah, wrap up this this portion. Yeah, let's do it. And head over to the bar. We got yeah. in honor of November,
0: November Turkey Month, Turkey Day. Turkey. Coming up.
1: Gobble, gobble, gaba. We're going to do a couple of wild turkeys this week and next week, next week leading yeah. up to Thanksgiving. So uh, let's go to the bar. Yeah. Let, let's taste these two wild turkeys and we'll rate, rate that, that shit. shit. See you at the bar.
0: Four, three, two, are you ready? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Colby's Bar and it's time to rate that shit. This is the segment I think we like the most. Oh, yeah. It's time to taste some bourbons. Taste some bourbons. And we got our
1: own unique rating system. Yes, we do. Why don't you tell them about it?
0: One through four. One brown bag. Not our favorite. We're almost ashamed and embarrassed you have it in your collection. We don't want you to t- to, sh- to serve it to us. Nope. Nope. If you do, we probably talk about you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Two, it's getting a little bit better, but we like to call that a mixer. That's something that you're probably gonna maybe make an old-fashioned out of, maybe make your favorite bourbon drink, some Coke, etc. Number three, it's moving up the scale. We like to call that on the rocks. Might be a little high proof, want to dilute it down. And last but not least, the tried and true, the way we like to drink our bourbons, and that is for meat. And that's how we rate our bourbon. Well, you know it's November. And the best part it's about turkey. November, turkey. Thanksgiving, football,
1: football, eating turkey, watching football, so and some bourbon, and you know we like to we like to try to come up with themes. So for November, we had to go wild turkey, wild turkey. So we're gonna do a couple wild turkeys this week. We're gonna do a couple more wild turkeys next week, and then we're gonna eat some turkey, watch some football, and drink some bourbon. I'm gonna sleep a little. Well, you gotta take a nap in yeah, between I'm games. Take a
0: Little nap. Well, bourbon, a little turkey.
1: So, we got two wild turkeys. And this actually, the first one we're going to do is called Long Branch. It's a wild turkey, but it's also, it's a collaboration Mm. between All Right, All Right, All Right.
0: Oh, okay. That's two
1: weeks in a row we've mentioned
0: Matthew Matthew McConaughey
1: on the podcast. So, this is a collaboration between Matthew McConaughey and a wild turkey master distiller, Eddie Russell. So this reserve—that's who that is. Yes, gotcha. Uh, So this is an eight-year-old. I'm studying. I'm studying. (laughs) It's an eight-year-old bourbon. Nice. Costs you about thirty-five dollars to pick it up. Long Branch is actually a how what you call it—a ranch in Texas. You can actually go there and and do a Long Branch experience, Hmm. Uh, but. So this is a collaboration between, like I said, McConaughey, who's a
0: Texas boy. Sounds like we're and going to Long Branch for the experience because <laughs> he right. likes the bourbon.
1: All right, all right, all right. This is 86 proof. Nah, it's on the low end. Like, like I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit lower than what we typically like, but we'll yeah, see. $35. It, but it is aged eight years.
0: Yeah, that, that's which, intriguing. Which is
1: impressive. The aroma is supposed to be, a caramel, vanilla, and your favorite toffee.
0: Toffee. Yeah, I'm not a big toffee fan. Color's a little weak for eight it, years. Yeah, it is a little, a little goldish. little goldish. A Little goldish. I don't even know if I'd call that amber. That's a little gold for eight years. Yep, yep. Not a lot of leg to it. But no, you know, it's thirty-five bucks. You know, I don't normally. You don't really feel expect like a whole lot. I do get a little nuttiness, a little, a little, a little, little sweet toffee. A little, yeah, a little toffee, a little like a, a little like swirled a around, waking up, nutty. Now, now
1: your taste is supposed to be a floral honeysuckle with a little caramel, and then on the end, a little fruity with maybe like a pear and some prunes. Some prunes.
0: Now yeah, you know it's a dried plum, right? <laughs> <laughs> Prunes. I mean, am I gonna shit my britches after I drink <laughs> well, Long Branch? Hopefully, not till we're done taping. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm definitely getting some floral, some some fruitiness to it. Not a whole lot of hug. You it know, is 86 a, yeah, definitely that
1: finish. It's a quick finish. There is no no burn. I mean,
0: it's got good flavor. Yeah, it's not bad. Not a bad taste at all. Not a bad taste at all, you know. There's just no vis- viscous. It's it's not yeah, thick. It's not coating my mouth. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no
1: there's no finish to it. It's like there's, yeah. there's a
0: taste, but not a finish. I got
1: you. Not Which bad. is about what I would expect from an 86
0: proof, thirty five dollar bottle. Yeah, it's tasty. I mean, I, I ain't mad about the way it tastes. I mean, I don't think there's much you can do with it though. <laughs> I mean, I'm afraid if you even Put a splash of Coke in it. You're gonna taste Coke with. Right, right. With now I mean, you're about you're about
1: gotta drink it neat. Mm. But I'm not gonna rate it neat. Oh no,
0: no, it's 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 clearly gonna be uh, it's clearly gonna ah, for thirty five bucks. You're gonna go with two. That's a dose. I mean, I'm thinking less than a dose, but it's, I wouldn't brown bag that. That that is way better than some of the shit we've brown bagged. No, but you know for 35 bucks I mean I could get a Cooper's Craft a makers a makers I could get Woodford Buffalo Trace Buffalo Trace yeah. I mean yeah but all those I
1: would rate I'm I'm almost I ain't mad about the taste so I'm not going to brown bag it. So yeah, to me no, that that automatically defaults it to it. Too. Yeah, you're right. It, it's definitely got good
0: flavor. It's yeah, it's got it's good got flavor. Got good flavor up front. There's not a whole lot of flavor on the back end. No, there's there's it no finish. Stick with there's, you. There's, yeah, there's yeah. no finish. I got a little bit of nuttiness to it. A little bit a little floral. of floral. A little floral. Not a whole lot of sweetness. I mean, just kind of boom done. Yeah, yeah, two. I, I'll go yeah. two on yeah. that. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's it's not bad. No, it's no, bad. no, no. Like I said, I would drink it. $40? Would a brown Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. for $35. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, any more than that, definitely not. And, you know,
1: it's, 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 it's mm-hmm. a Matthew McConaughey, you know, I mean. Just just because it's Matthew McConaughey, it's worth having in your
0: collection. Yeah. But nah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> if we had a if we had a, a fifth rating, it'd be nah. That's kind of how I feel about Long Branch. It's not. It's nothing nothing to worry about. I mean, I just throw it up on your shelf and yep. serve it to the guests you don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, how do I follow that? Let's follow that with
1: uh, what we were, I thought we were gonna do a rare breed, but apparently we're gonna do a Kentucky Spirit. Select, it's a, it's it's a single a, barrel select. It's a single barrel select. Yes it is. It is 100, 101 proof. So they actually make these single barrel selects. They start with their wild turkey 101. Okay. And then finish them off in the barrels. So that's why it's a, it's a wild turkey 101, but this is a single barrel select.
0: That's powerful stuff right Well, there.
1: I'm just looking down here, and, and my notes didn't update, so, because I had originally done the notes on the rare breed. Yeah, I messed which, them up. I thought we, I had a rare breed. Which but, we will do next week. But I actually, it was the single barrel select that so, I got talked into. So to, we'll to. bring you the rare breed next week. This this also is an eight year old. It's aged eight years, just like the long branches. It's supposed to give you some vanilla, some caramels. This one's sixty dollars. Yes, this is this is sixty dollar. Uh, so this one's a little turkey. bit more. Of so we, a, we, a we thinking ex- bourbon. You know, you we expect more out of this yeah. this, this Kentucky spirit because it is sixty dollars and one hundred one proof. So there should be a little bit better
0: finish, better nose, better nose, better legs. Definitely some nice legs to it. Much sweeter now. Yeah, got a little got a little hug, got the hug off of it. Um, get a little honey, a little nuttiness. Yep. I wanna say I'm getting a little caramel on the back end right. too. A
1: little vanilla,
0: a little caramel. Yeah, a little vanilla spice, a little caramel. That's pretty good. That's real good.
1: That's pretty good. That's real good. I like it, it, it. I would call that a medium finish because it doesn't quite have that full burn. Yeah, but it it, it definitely had more of a finish. Oh, th- yeah. than than the uh, Long Branch Long did. Long Branch,
0: yes. Yeah. So, definitely, you could. You, I could. I could definitely feel the hundred proof out of it. Right, one proof. Right. Um, very flavorful. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an. I, I enjoy that bourbon yeah that's a three for me that's a solid three I mean yeah. I could clearly drink that neat yeah yeah With yeah, no I, problems yeah. but I think uh, for our rating system yeah I think we're I gonna think, call that on the rocks I think if you dropped you a little rock in that that would be beautiful hell I even think you could bump that to a mixer that'd be a wonderful old fashioned it, it would be a wonderful old fashioned I,
1: I have a feeling on like next week Manhattan. next week's podcast this is what I'm gonna be drinking during the First part of the show. Oh, so you're saying I'm I'm leaving? It yeah, here. that's staying here. Okay, he likes that. One. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite a neat for me. It's not quite a four, but it is. That, that's got good that's flavor. A, yeah, that's a good. That's a good bird. That was worth the sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. y'all yeah, like that one. So, just to recap, the Long Branch we gave it a two. The Kentucky Spirit we gave it a three and next week i know we're going to do the rare breed and
0: maybe just the 101
1: we we'll, we'll see
0: what, yeah, what we'll just have what's to available figure, to us figure that out definitely definitely going to hunt for the rare breed but yeah we definitely got to do a rare
1: breed next week
0: because the rare breed is actually a blend of a 6 a 8 and a 12 year old mm. wild turkey yeah so, yeah i actually thought i was I, I don't know why i thought i bought the rare cuz i've I've been wanting to buy the rare breed, but I right. got talked into that one because that one was a a single barrel it was a Single barrel and it was No, it's good. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you got reco- that one recommended to me. Yeah, no, I'm glad you got that one. It definitely is good. Good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, this is a good one, man. Long branch is good. I mean, I don't, you know, don't don't let our our rating affect you. I mean, long branch, I just think it, it's if
1: we give something anything other than a one. It's worth owning. It's worth owning. It's worth owning owning and drinking.
0: Yeah, Long Branch is good. I mean, it's especially good if you don't like high proof. Yeah. You know, if you don't really want something. Yeah,
1: it's not quite in in what we like. We we typically prefer the 90 to 100 or even some 105s, 110s. Yeah, there's been some. But we, we, we have typically not liked anything below a 90 proof. That's it. Or... I won't say we didn't like it, but we just It's just not 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 We're our not, normal taste exactly, profile for that. Exactly. Sure. I mean it, it's it's good. Uh I I would definitely have a bottle of it in my
0: collection and Yeah, you definitely have one. <laughs> you definitely have one now because we didn't really do a dent make a dentist. That's, right. so. That's right. Sweet. Unscripted, man. Unscripted. good, good show. Yeah. Good yeah. show. We we threw out the uh the outline. We threw out the outline. We're just gonna kind of well, come and in th- here and just talk, just chit chat. I, I think that's gonna be what we do going forward.
1: You know, we'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll bring back some of our you know popular segments like this or respect or, or uh, you know our our lists. Yeah, uh, just our uh, our, our, our random, rapid our fire random type of thing. Sure. Uh, you
0: know, we're always gonna talk football. Oh, yeah. You know, everything's gonna center around. Football, but you know we, we're just gonna rather than regurgitate a bunch of stats and and recap a bunch of games that most people already know about. Yeah, We don't want to
1: give y'all the information you already have.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we want we want to put our spin on things and yeah we want to brainwash you to our opinion because <laughs> that's what counts. It's what matters. I want everyone to think like me. But oh, I need some. You're to empty. Toast. You're gonna have I to get some of that. Yeah, I am. Sorry, long. Branch, <laughs> Get some of that Kentucky spirit. You know, this Kentucky spirit is what I'm gonna roll with. That stuff was pretty good. I did like
1: that. hmm I, mm-hmm. I mean, the wild turkey line so far is not
0: up to par with the old Forester. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I mean, I would put that on, on par with uh Maybe like Prohibition. I mean that prohibition's good, man. The 1910, the twenty six. No, not
1: the nineteen that ain't that ain't touching the nineteen ten or the statesman. <laughs> Not the states. Maybe but. the bond <laughs> and bind. The bond.
0: The old Forster bond and bond. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I would definitely roll with Old Forest over that for yeah, sure. I would. Yeah, I would. We know. I know we're getting a little bit long, but you know what we need to do? We need to do like a a top five of our economic. You know, maybe our our favorite bourbons favorite under forty. Or or our favorite. $20 bourbon, $30, $40, $50, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we should we should come up with that list and maybe maybe put them up here and do a blind taste test in front of the podcast. We could do that. we coming up with stuff. Anyway. We're unscripted. Unscripted, man. You never know what we're going to do. He's smoking a stogie tonight. And, and as soon as we wrap up, I'm going to finish that stogie.
1: That's right. I just didn't want it to interfere with my bourbon tasting over here.
0: Bourbon Buzz and Ballin'. That's right. Join us. Well, let me put our media up there. He's heavy-handed. Bourbon Buzz and Ballin'. We got all the social media. TikTok, medias. Instagram. YouTube. YouTube. Email, Spotify. Apple. Email. Bourbon Buzz and Ballin'. PR, PR. At gmail.com. And no G in Ballin'. No G in Ballin'. Join us. Episode 18, 18. next week. I feel like we just started this a couple weeks ago. I do. 18 is, man. We're, we're old pros now. I know it. Sweet. Well, Cheers. Cheers. See you then. Cheers.